Hi, I'm excited to announce to you that this week's sponsor is a group of people that I really enjoy using their products. It is Rooted for Good. And if you were familiar with them last time, you are going to love them again. And if you haven't, this is your chance to meet Rooted for Good. Rooted for Good is an all natural line of skincare products and a lot of other beautiful things. And we're so happy that they are once again deciding to partner with us and that you get to experience their wonderful products. A few months ago, they sponsored our podcast and it was our best sponsorship ever. And so we invite you once again to join uh, to join with them to enjoy their products and to um, become part of the growing online community. They have all natural premium skin cares and therapeutic uh, essential grade oils. So it's like I'm showing you some of my stuff that they actually gave me, which is like, I'm really delighted about. <laughs> so beyond providing invigorating coffee exfoliators, revitalizing sugar scrubs, foaming face washes, and luxurious bath soaks, Rooted for Good is honored to give 10% of every sale each month to helping a person in need in the developing world. Make Rooted for Good your go-to place for skincare and essential oils and start and end each day with a routine that is good for you and good for others as well. So switch to all natural and experience the difference of handcrafted quality products that not only feel great, but actually work. Use the Abide 10 promo code to enjoy 10% off your purchases at rootedforgood.com. That is rootedforgood.com. Hi, and welcome to season 10 of the Abiding Together podcast. We are so excited to have you with us this season. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Sister Miriam James Heidland, and every week I am joined by two of my dearest friends, Heather Kim and Michelle Benzinger. We talk about our life with Christ. We talk about big things, small things, beautiful things, sorrowful things. We laugh, we cry, you'll fit right in. <laughs> you are most welcome here, so please, Grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Abiding Together podcast. Um, we have two major differences happening right now. <laughs> yeah, Number seriously. one, we're actually all in the same time zone. We're at the same <laughs> table. Hi, friends. Okay. This might be the first time we've recorded together in person. No? In a long time. In a, in a very, very long, long time. time. In a very long time. I think the last time was when we were in Canada. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, That's so right. it's been a really, yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, and the other major development in this episode is you can actually see us if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to. That's the clarifying comment. Like, no, girl, I, I'm, the audio's fine. Let's yes. just... <laughs> Let it be a mystery to what they really look like and how they are together. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Some people right now are like, what? what? That's yes. what they look like? Yeah, like, like? We don't know. Because you know? people for a long time have crafted, if, if they've never seen us, you've crafted what you think we look like, which I is know. always so wonderful to be I like... Know. You don't look like I thought you would. You're like, it's yeah. not a compliment. I don't know. Maybe like, there's I some disappointment know. right now. Maybe <laughs> yeah. there's some like, wow. You know? <laughs> people, a couple of people said, I thought you'd be blonde. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> yeah, and so like, I, I love blondes. I don't, I don't know yes. how I feel and about that. So. So, yeah, so our first, we want to say thank Spirit Juice Studios uh, for hosting absolutely, us. Yeah, and building us this great little set and organizing all the details. And um, this is very so exciting. Cute. This is, is very, very exciting. So, Michelle, do you want to talk a bit about kind of your heart for this? Because this was really part of your heart um, of this I mean, we've been talking about these things for a long time, but just kind of the development of what we're going to do the next really 12 episodes. Yes. And then also just kind of how that came about. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so like we mentioned on the previous episode right before this, that we are going to take you all on a journey. Mm -hmm. We really felt one thing about the podcast is we all agree on that we don't want to just be three little talking heads, mm -hmm. that we really feel like that we pray about the podcast. We really discern where we feel like the Holy Spirit is leading us. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we were thinking about the podcast for this year is that we want to take you on a journey and kind of culminate what we've done for the past 10 seasons. 
But for me, like I was thinking about like uh, seasons. We talk about seasons a lot on mm-hmm. the podcast, mm-hmm. but like how we have a liturgical season and it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. That's like almost a circle. That is how we want to journey with um, you all this year. This but year, we, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we really feel like there's such a need to go back to basics, but go deeper into mm-hmm. basics and to go into identity. So we are going to be approaching the four identities of a woman, like Mm -hmm. we said before, daughter and sister and then mother and then finish up with bride. Mm -hmm. So for Mm -hmm. season 10, we are doing daughter and sister and then we'll go into Advent. Mm -hmm. And then season 11 after the new year, 2022, Mm -hmm. if the world's still spinning. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. You never know. Don't plan too far ahead. Don't plan too far ahead. But we will do mother and bride. And Mm -hmm. so we're just excited to be with you. And I think personally for me, I need to go deeper into this Mm -hmm. personally Mm -hmm. just as much as I need to, you know, share it with you all. Yeah, it seems like always there's certain things that we have to keep going back to. And it's the most simple, the most basic. And you think at at this point I should know this by now. But they are the hardest to live. And the things that we need to be continually rooted in and and to understand, like, what has been attacking the root system at times. Like, is it circumstances or lies from the enemy or whatever it might be? So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, during this time, it really is like a curriculum of sorts that we're going to be going through in the next couple of seasons, which is exciting to know that things will build upon. On each other, mm-hmm. but it is a time to reflect again on some of the most basic things that, if we're not rooted there, you know, life is going to be very, very, very hard to live mm-hmm. exactly. and to live well. Yes. You know, into the yes. Fullness, so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'm really excited about is that we often say, oh, we could spend a whole year on this topic, yeah. but we're really going to spend four episodes on the reality being daughters and then four episodes on the reality being sisters. And so it really will open up another layer. And um, it's like pressing into something, which I think, you know, for all of us and our listeners, for us as well, sometimes things are uncomfortable when you press into them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're like, we just move along and we're not going to move along. We're mm-hmm. going to just take some time and, and press into these places. And and we're not really even sure what's going to happen here. Yeah. <laughs> we have Like we always do, we have ideas, but we're like, let's mm-hmm. just see yeah. what the Holy Spirit yeah. And I think even for the men, like yes. men, we love you who yeah. listen to our podcast. You're most but welcome. Yeah. You might think, okay, like this is not for me. Mm-hmm. And it oh, may not be you. like specifically for you and every single thing that we say, but I think there is something about for men to understand the heart of a woman yes. and, and for us to understand the heart of men, you know, mm-hmm. that it's uh, me reading um, John Eldridge's Wild at Heart was one of the best things I did mm-hmm. in understanding Jake and just mm-hmm. what his heart needs and desires as a man. So I just want to encourage you to hang in there with us, guys. Yeah. 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 And like Sister said before, this is not something, these episodes are not something to consume. Like this mm-hmm. is the latest episode. These are episodes to marinate in mm-hmm. and let them saturate in. Let's mm-hmm. see what the Holy Spirit's doing. And it's going to make you uncomfortable mm-hmm. because the Holy Spirit will bring things to light. Mm-hmm. Because when we were even developing the content, the three of us, I was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of it comes out of our own thing. Not uncomfortable in a bad way, but uncomfortable because the Father is like putting his finger. Yeah. Oh, look, I can touch you while we're mm-hmm. on the podcast. <laughs> 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 you know, I'm like, and but that so the Holy Spirit's putting things on to be revealed, you mm-hmm. know. So he's it's gonna kind of feel like heart surgery in some ways. Yeah, and that's know? okay. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that is okay. That is okay. Yeah. So what we could do is we we always talk about our scripture for this episode. So we're going to um, start with the foundation of St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, uh, chapter 3, verses 14 to 21. And I've been praying with this for months. I just, this is so lovely. Um, He says this, for this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. 
I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do measurably more than we all ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. 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 Mic drop. All right. Well, we're done. We're done. We're done. Like this, you can spend the rest of your life on this. Like that's uh, so good. Yeah, but yeah. I think rooted. This um, there's different translations, but rooted and established. I think this is what we're going to talk about being daughter because that's our yeah. first received identity. So and identities aren't grasped at; they're received, and they always exist in a relationship. So for the institute for, or for policy formation, they talk about relationship, identity, and mission. Mm. And most of us live it backwards. Mm-hmm. We live we live mission, identity, and relationship, and that's why we get burned out. That's why we. So I think the reality of the relationship that we receive, that every woman receives um, as daughters, and every man received as a son. That's our first prime, like primordial and most important and foundational identity. So just as we kind of go through that, um, what do you think, Heather, like what comes to your heart as we read Ephesians and also just the reality of delight of the Father, delight of the Trinity as daughter of who we are as that received identity? Yeah, I had underlined those two words, rooted and established as well, which we hadn't talked about. But Mm -hmm. they— especially jumped out to me because, as you know, we just built that house yes. and we just planted trees, mm-hmm. like, just before the summer hit. Mm-hmm. And and they were big trees. Like, mm-hmm. they weren't just tiny little ones. Like, they were pretty big, like, 15 feet tall trees. Mm-hmm. And then the summer hit, and we've had an incredibly hot summer, like, very oh, yeah, hot, like, have. over 100 yes. degrees. We're not used yeah. to that. We're all <laughs> melting for sure. But the big question was, how do these trees like not just survive but how do their roots become established and Mm. we we talked a lot about that and there was a lot of like tending to these trees that we've had to do we're still doing all throughout the summer to make sure that when it comes to the fall and the rains start to come that they're going to be able to survive and some Mm -hmm. of them even have gone into fall colors early Mm -hmm. because of the circumstances around it and and so when i think about being rooted and established it takes time you know it takes intentional time and effort to make sure that certain things are rooted. Mm -hmm. With these trees, we're doing certain things. We're Mm -hmm. watering them. We have water bags. You know, there's all that stuff. But I'm like, how much time do I take to make sure that I'm rooted Mm -hmm. in certain things? And I would say often, not a lot. You know, Mm -hmm. if I look at the course of my life, I'm like, there's many, 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 many years that I, it didn't even cross my mind. I'm just Mm -hmm. living life. I'm letting things come at me. And it's only been in recent years that I'm really starting to go deep and get slower. Mm-hmm. You go, okay, like mm-hmm. I need to sit with this. When you hear something, it's so easy to go, oh, yeah, I know. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that a thousand times. Yeah. And it's like, have you heard it or have you really heard it? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then let the roots become established so that you can't rip it out, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the initial thoughts I have mm-hmm. about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, one of the things that we're even doing this, like usually with every podcast episode, we give you a different scripture. For daughter, we will stay with this Ephesian scripture for four weeks. Mm -hmm. And our prayer and our hope for you as our listeners is that you, like I said before, you get saturated in this word, that you do Lexio with this word, Mm -hmm. that every day that something pops out to you, that the Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit reveals something new to you. And I think for us to be like what stood out to me was that that you be strengthened, um, that he may strengthen you with his power through the spirit Mm -hmm. in your inner being. Mm -hmm. And even going back to foundational pieces like daughter, 
for me, the season that I am, the Lord has me in a deep season of healing, but it's not healing like everything fell apart healing. I think I've said this before. I think it's a healing of everything coming together. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's going back to foundational pieces, being a daughter in childhood. And like I'm just amazed at what happens, what lies we believe, how when you were young, it really sets the course for your life. Mm-hmm. Like it is the uh, foundational pieces. And so that we have to go back to daughter to see where I'm rooted, to see where my root system isn't grounded mm-hmm. or that needs to be done. And to really uh, realize that the father— and the whole Trinity was there, and especially the hard parts of my story. Mm-hmm. And this isn't—we um, are not doing these podcasts to be navel-gazing mm-hmm. and to dredge up things. Mm-hmm. We're doing this because the Holy Spirit wants to bring freedom mm-hmm. in these areas. Mm-hmm. And I think right now in the world, everything is changing, and it feels like things are topsy-turvy. Mm-hmm. But one of our prayers for you all this season is that we be rooted in the Trinity— but they also will be rooted in our identities, our yeah. true identities. Mm-hmm. Because I think right now it's really easy to pull on mm-hmm. fa- false identities, but mm-hmm. in who we truly are in Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a continual journey like we're talking Amen. about. Like this is like, it's lifelong. And I think we've all had moments in our life where the Lord has revealed something to us. We're like, oh, mm. I didn't know that about myself. Like, <laughs> or like, I didn't know, you know, like, you know, I think all of us in our own journey, it came to a point where like, oh, I need healing. Like I, I didn't know, or I, I didn't yeah. know that I, the way that I lived as a daughter was functionary or the way that I lived as a daughter was people-pleasing or the way I, 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 you're just like, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I didn't, you know, didn't know that about myself. And so like that reality of, of something we don't ever graduate from. And I'm thinking even now, as we talk about this, like these identities will unfold throughout all eternity. And they do. Like we can't even fathom that. Like for all eternity, we'll be a daughter Uh and a sister Mm -hmm. and the bride of Christ, right? We're the church. So every single one of us will be the bride of Christ and a mother for all eternity. Like, Mm -hmm. How, I don't even know how to, how do you fathom that? Mm-hmm. I just like the tremendous beauty of that. And I, when we talk about this reception of this identity, which, which the Lord gives us, which we are, we realize in real time as we are conceived and, you know, when the soul comes and the mom and dad come together and, and the spirit and the matter and all that, you know, we come together as who we are mm-hmm. and all of our DNA contained even in the embryo, just like it's fascinating, just the human person and then how we grow in our mother's womb and just the reality of every single one of us um, came through the womb of a woman. Mm. Like every single one of us came through the womb of a woman, and when we talk about the the, the building blocks of daughter, some of the, we have like some notes here, but we talk about trusting and receiving, and I think maybe we could just start there uh, of trusting and receiving because those are really the two hallmark building blocks of daughterhood. Because we to trust somebody is to depend upon them, to rely upon them, and to receive literally means to take into oneself, mm-hmm. which are very vulnerable mm-hmm. for both. Mm-hmm. And when we look at our lives as adult women, we see oftentimes we are afraid to trust and we're afraid to receive. And, and there's reasons why that those things are. But many times it has deep roots, which is why we keep talking about the roots. Yeah. 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 I think the deepest root goes back to Adam and Eve in the garden. Yep. Yes. You yeah. know, and we've talked about this before. But honestly, I think about this regularly throughout mm. my week, like about what happened in the garden and, and my story. This is a part of all of mm-hmm. our story. Yes. Yeah. Like we are not just planted here like you know, just randomly, like yeah. we, we have a story, we have a salvation history individually, but also the bigger story that's at play. So the wounds in the garden and mm-hmm. where Adam and Eve didn't trust the heart of God, those are planted deep within yes. us. You know, it's like generationally like handed down in our hearts, like that we as human beings tend to say, God, like, I, I don't know if you're going to come through or I don't know if what you're giving me is enough or mm-hmm. if it's going to satisfy me or if you are really good or if I can trust you. And so then we start to do life on our own. You know, we start yeah. to just like 
yeah, like we've all talked about self-reliance and all of those dynamics yes. that come up. But I think to just acknowledge that that root goes way back, oh, way yeah. back to the garden, that as human beings, there is this distrust in the heart of God that has wreaked havoc on us from the very beginning, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. And so to just know that that's at play there, it's not specific to you as far as just like that yes. that initial wound, like it mm -hmm. comes from a deeper place, how it plays out and how we respond to that is more specific to us. So yeah. I think as I've acknowledged that and acknowledged, wow, like that, that same, those same questions echo around in my heart and yes. in my mind. And what do I do with that? Mm -hmm. And do I even notice that those questions are there, mm -hmm. that subconsciously at different points I'm responding out of, I don't know if God's going to come through, so I better figure it out and yeah. I better provide for myself and make sure that I have enough. Mm -hmm. And there's a real fear that comes with I don't know how to receive from God or if he's oh. actually going to give me good things. What if he gives me bad things? Yes. You know? And so then how do we do that? And there's different messaging in there that I think we've heard. Like, yeah. oh, God wants to teach you a lesson and almost oh, like yeah. this harshness yeah. that's, yes. um, that's sort of embedded in some of those comments that, oh, God smacked me upside the head or God, you know. It's Hit like, me with well, a two by four or yeah, something and it's like, like that. And, like and that. you know, it's kind of playful. It's kind of funny. But, but those things actually aren't speaking to the heart of God. They're not mm -mm. speaking to who he really is and his deep care. And concern for us. So mm -hmm. for me, thinking about trust, I'm like, I have to go back to the beginning. But in my own story, you know, what what has happened to me from the very, very beginning of my life? Things that maybe happened that weren't anybody's fault. It just happened. It was yeah. just life that was happening. Yes. And how did that affect me? Mm -hmm. And and how do I need to come before God for the things that I didn't get mm -hmm. that I desperately need? Mm -hmm. Because he mm -hmm. is the good father yeah. who wants to provide and meet us in our deepest need. Mm -hmm. And he can. Mm -hmm. You know, he's capable of doing mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So I think to open our heart and be receptive, especially as women, when we've experienced hurt, which we all have yeah. in various relationships, um, we tend to close up mm -hmm. and we tend to protect. Mm -hmm. And so... I think it's important to acknowledge like the places in our story where we've been wounded and we've closed our hearts that maybe that is where we've closed our heart to God as well. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. And I think what you're even saying is like even giving our permission to go into the story, each of our own stories and like even picture ourselves in the garden, like mm -hmm. in the story. And for me, I'm like, okay, like it, it, I still treat it as a task or a job. Like I need to dig in the dirt and figure out what is the foundational piece that's not working? Why mm -hmm. am I responding the way I am? Mm -hmm. Why do I do the things that I do? Why do I, and instead, it, I almost feel like I love the taking the approach of holy curiosity. Mm -hmm. What if it's not digging in the dirt, but what if it's playing in the dirt with the father? Yeah. What if it's not digging or like thinking of all these things are, if I fix myself, I will be better. What if it's just mm -hmm. opening our hands and surrender and allow the Lord to reveal his story and take us back? Mm -hmm. uh, what if it is like not even seeing myself through these areas where I have failed or you know, just trying to grit myself through things. Mm -hmm. But what if it's seeing like, oh, this is why I was created, mm -hmm. you know, and this was his original design for me. Yeah. I think for me, you know, I'll probably tear probably a hundred times while we're doing this. Mm -hmm. But like for me, it was started even with the questions like, why can't I rest well? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why can't I play well? Why is it? This, these things should not be hard for people, yeah. you know? But I realized because I don't allow the Basically, like the Trinity, to delight in me fully. Mm -hmm. I realized you delight when you're at rest, when you're mm -hmm. basically like in psychological terms, not on fight or flight. Mm -hmm. You're not trying to figure it out. So I had to go to deeper parts of my story, which mm -hmm. is when I was a young girl, and realize, why didn't I rest well? Yeah. Why don't I play well? Mm -hmm. And for me, it was because my family environment, not to the fault of 
you know, parents, not blaming parents, just because their stories and yeah. what they had dealt with. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my family life was very chaotic. Mm-hmm. And so there wasn't, and I was the oldest child. So I was very hypervigilant, mm-hmm. like not on my watch. And I was just waiting yeah. for the other shoe to fall, you know, and my whole, like the majority of my childhood. And I thought I was crazy because I'm like, is no one else waiting for the other shoe to fall? Does no one else see this chaos? So realizing this hypervigilance and like controlling ways, but how it's played out now. Yeah. How I'm hypervigilant with my own children, how I'm controlling, like I have to be this watchman and it's not freedom Mm -hmm. and I can't rest and I can't delight. And it just like a powerful moment and was with you. Like Mm -hmm. I was crying one day after I had a counseling appointment. I was like, what is it in me that, you know, can't play or rest or delight? And you said, because it's intimacy. Yeah. And I have to have someone really truly delight. It has mm-hmm. to be intimacy. And it just opened up something deeper with the Father, mm-hmm. you know. But is this is an invitation to go deeper and walk with Him in the cool of the mm-hmm. evening. And for Him to point out these things for freedom, like He says, freedom in our inner man, not to be shamed about them or mm-hmm. not to realize them, but just that He wants freedom for us. Mm-hmm. Gosh, isn't it so interesting how it's hard for us as adults to be delighted in? Oh, my gosh. You've heard yes. somebody delay in you. And it's like, you love it, but it's like push-pull. or like, okay, and that's enough. And it's, there's something inappropriate. We're talking about like when somebody really loves you and you can see it in their eyes, like there's something that's so captivating, but it's also like, okay, that's enough. You know, and I just think of the, like when you delight in babies, especially the two of you having your own children and, and just looking at your child and just delighting in them. Mm-hmm. And your baby's not your baby's not saying no. Don't look at me. I'm fat. You know, like they're just they're in their they're just you're building the joy center of their brain, and you're, you know, you're just connecting with them and all the mirror neurons that are firing, and you're and you're speaking words to them without speaking words to them because they are receiving that from them. And just thinking of how the father, like even as we sit at this table and in all of our stories and all the areas we we bear beauty and sorrow, like he just delights in us. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's hard to, and it's not just a nice saying that you put on a sign at Hobby Lobby. It's like. That reality of, oh, God God delights in me. Like, I, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's such a different way of relating to ourselves and, like, relating to the world and relating to God. And I think so often, even, Heather, when you were saying, um, you, uh, you were talking about uh, just, like, the fear of, like, why don't I trust? And, and you're sharing this so beautiful about your own story. I feel like so often in our life, we live life as, remember those old, um, those old, airline like those old airline like safety videos where they would have you brace for impact they were like you'd bend over and they were like brace for impact and I feel like we spend most of our life bracing for impact oh yeah and you can just feel your your body like protect itself you can just feel your heart racing Mm -hmm. you can just feel your muscles tighten up and you're like constantly bracing for impact constantly bracing for rejection constantly bracing for whatever awful thing is next and that's such a, a far departure from in the garden before the fall yeah. I just, I don't know, like those are deep things, you know? Yeah, mm. totally. And I think if we don't have that at the forefront of our mind where we've come from, that we are beloved yeah. children of God, mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, could you imagine walking through every day of your mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. knowing deep in the core of your being, like, I am a beloved child of God. Yeah. Now, in the good times, I can say that. Yes. Can, yes. God, you're a mm-hmm. good father. Mm-hmm. I'm your beloved daughter, you know, no, no, no. And, so, and then— Times get hard, and then you're like, what are you doing? You know, and yes. then it switches. Like, yes. And that's where we really know where we are yeah. in our relationship, not just to God, but to that truth yeah. of, like, what does that mean? And do, mm-hmm. have we taken time to ponder what does that mean to be a beloved child of God, that he has adopted us into his family, that he sees us as he sees Jesus as mm-hmm. one of his own? The same. I'm like, 
okay, wait, what? <laughs> like yeah. when I started to tread into those waters, I'm like, Father, when you look at me, you look at me the same way you look at your son, Jesus. Oh. Like, yes, no, and then I'm like, no, father. and it's what you talked about. Like, then I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, just I want it and then I don't want it. I'm like, wait, no, because I'm not that good. I'm not as good as Jesus. I don't, you know, like all the things I'm like, you can't possibly. And, and I think it's like, we have to trust that even though our human minds and hearts can't fathom the immensity of God's love for us, it doesn't mean it's not true. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't have like, we don't have on earth like that kind of experience to Mm -hmm. rest on, you know, because people will fail us. Like I love my kids, like with Mm -hmm. all my heart, I would do anything for them, but I know that I fail them and I know that I've hurt them. Um, not meaning to, but I know that that's happened, but that isn't who God is. Like, you know, as much as I'm going to be a reflection of who he is to them, like that isn't who he is. He's Mm -hmm. perfect in every way. He gives gifts to us. He's the God of life. He's not, he's not the author of death. He's the author of life. So he's not weaving death into our story and horrible things Mm -hmm. to teach us a lesson, you know, and like pound us down or discipline us in that kind of way. Like, yes, of course, God disciplines his children. That's in scripture, but, but there's not a harshness. It's not ordered towards separation or isolation. It's ordered towards community and repair. Yes. It's for good. He's like, this is going to be the best thing for you that I do this for you, that I allow you to experience this because I want you to come to know me. And because who I am is everything that you desire. Oh, you know? yeah. And so I think like if we can um, just acknowledge at the very beginning, we need to be, our identity needs to be rooted in that truth yeah. mm-hmm. that we are daughters of God, children of God, and we are beloved. Mm-hmm. And if, if that doesn't ring really, really deep, mm-hmm. you know, like that's a signal to us. Yeah. Like, how do we know how to live? How can we live the full the fullness of life that that Jesus says we're called to? You know, mm-hmm. I've come that you might have life and have mm-hmm. it to the fullest. Like mm-hmm. if we're wondering, why am I stressed? Why am I exhausted? Why am I so depleted? Why am I struggling in my relationships with spouse or coworkers or um, friends or whatever it is? Like this is probably at play mm-hmm. with other things, but it's probably almost always mm-hmm. at play there. And it's so interesting. We had a baptism at our church a couple of weeks ago, and our bishop was actually there to do the baptism, and it was beautiful. And I love baptism. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's my, yes, it's like the welcome home. It's a sacrament, you know, Mm -hmm. of initiation, but I just love it. And, you know, when he's pouring it over, and even like, what do you name this child? Mm -hmm. Like the power of naming something, like the power of your name and what Mm -hmm. the Lord has chosen you. But, you know, and it says, like when Jesus, and I was thinking to myself, when Jesus was baptized, and the voice from heaven came. This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about that. He had not done anything yet. Mm -hmm. He had not performed any miracle. He had not done. He just was who he was. He had already Mm -hmm. had an incident in life, you know, and that the Lord was looking at me and saying, you know, you're my beloved daughter with whom I'm well pleased that you don't have to do anything. And I think it has gotten me even thinking like, even the Lord, how he created us back in the garden. Mm-hmm. Like we say, women, they're the crown of creation, mm-hmm. you know, and you can do different ministry things where you have a beautiful crown and all that, mm-hmm. which is all fine and good. Mm-hmm. But when we say that, really, what does it mean that we are the crown of creation, that yeah. I was created for goodness mm-hmm. and that I was created out of love and for love? And we say all these things. They're in our catechism. They're in our church teaching. They're in scripture. But what does it look like for us to live it, especially in the last couple of years where I've been really on this journey of really healing my body and mm-hmm. my mind and the Lord's bringing me deeper, mm-hmm. realizing that I didn't trust how he created me. Amen. Like I was like, the warranty pretty much stinks. Yeah. You know, in some areas you're like, huh, 
like, like I would return this to you. Yeah. Like I would return this part of myself to you. I would return. And I think it's an embracing of your littleness. It's embracing of your humanity. Yeah. And the parts that you don't care for, but the parts that are there because he designed them there. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like I have to go back to the owner manual with the, the father and say, why did you create this part yeah. of me? Why mm-hmm. does this part react the way it does? Why or why have I not stewarded this body well? Mm-hmm. Or why have I not stewarded this well? Mm-hmm. But why haven't I treated mm-hmm. myself as a crown of creation? Mm-hmm. You know, if our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit, if we are crown of creation, am I um, treating myself accordingly so? Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, no. But mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, if I haven't, then ask the deeper questions why. Mm-hmm. And going back to the Father and trusting how he created me and what he created me for. Mm-hmm. Which is why I particularly appreciate St. Paul speaking about that in the very first um, or verse 14 of our reading is that he says, for this reason, I bow my knees before the Father. Yeah. Or for whom every family in heaven and on earth is named mm. in the the ordering of, of the receiving of identity. Like we, that we don't, we're not the author of ourselves. Thank God. Oh, thank God. Like mm. the, the Lord reveals and, and he, in bowing our knees, it's not a servile like fear, we talk about the fear of the Lord as a gift of the Holy Spirit. It's the recognition of this very thing that we have a God who loves us very much, and that we're not uh, self-authoring. We don't have to decide what's right and wrong. I'm, the Lord reveals these truths, and they're literally imprinted into our bodies. Like mm-hmm. our, there's a natural order to the human person, and when we live in the natural order, the natural telos of where we're going, the end of where we're going, and also the the beauty that pours forth. We, we know the instinctive difference when. I'm living in the order that I'm called to and when I'm not. Like we know that because the Lord has embedded it within mm-hmm. us. And and so that reality of the continual continual unfolding of of the truth of the truth of who we are. Mm-hmm. And I think even now, as you know, we our listeners might be listening to us and, and for some of our listeners, this is very familiar. And for some, it's not. Like we were talking about that last night. Yes. And, okay. and but for all of us, as we listen, you know, the Holy Spirit is speaking to each one of us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we come to a point where we just say, I don't know what to do next. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know if I believe God is good. I don't, I don't know if, well, my earthly father wasn't good or my earthly mother wasn't good. And I, I don't, I don't want to be a daughter. I want, I want to be independent. And, and those are, those things are all understandable in light of our story. And I think just coming to a place of a simple prayer saying, Father, open my heart. Just open my heart to see the truth. Like, mm-hmm. Speak the truth to me about myself because I, I don't know that, I don't know the fullness of it. I'm very small and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But but open the truth in your kindness to me so I can I can love myself as you love me and, and see the truth of who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was speaking to some young women um, last week about identity, about this mm-hmm. very thing. And at the end of the talk, I had, you know, just picked out all these scriptures that were about mm-hmm. identity and God's call for us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Isaiah 43, when he's like, I will give up nations for you yes. because you are precious in my mm-hmm. eyes and I love you. And I'm just like going through like adopted sons and daughters who cry out, yeah. I'm a father. I'm reading through. And by the end, I was like in tears yeah. personally. And I was, it caught me off guard, totally caught me off guard. And I was like, this is the power of scripture. This is the truth of God, his own words that he wants to speak to us. Yeah. And I was like, it's a simple sister, like you're saying, as simple as like listening to the voice of God, you can do that. You can also just Google it. Google, like, yes. you know, daughter of God or children of God yes. and see the scriptures that come yes. up and write them down yeah. and start reading them, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. And I would even say read them out loud. Mm-hmm. Like, just go into your room to pray and read those out loud because mm-hmm. there's something about declaring the truth that God has spoken 
and mm-hmm. declaring it over ourselves into the places where we don't believe it or we distrust, yeah. mm-hmm. it changes things. It's, it's powerful. It mm-hmm. changes the atmosphere. Um, so that's a really powerful, like, practical tool that mm-hmm. I've used for myself, like, mm-hmm. in various areas. Um, but I think specific to this one, it's important that we don't overlook it, that we don't gloss this over like, oh, yeah, daughter of God. I know. Yes. You know, it's like, no, we all struggle here. Oh, Whether yeah. you realize it or yeah. not, mm-hmm. we all struggle here. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I think just like you said, I think there's something important. Like this is heavy material. And you're like, where do I start? Where do mm-hmm. I begin? And I would say it over and over again, get into adoration. You know, get into adoration if you are able to and have the and just sit there and pray and say, Lord, tell me what you see when you look at me. Mm-hmm. And yes. that's what I just and just keep it simple. Tell me how you delight in me. Tell me what you see when mm-hmm. you look at me, mm-hmm. you know, and when you can really understand that he looks at us through these deep, intense eyes of love and yes. delight yes. and just joy. Like, I think one of the things that I'm discovering more is like. Especially the father has a kick butt sense of humor. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, just joy and delight. And mm-hmm. this is how I delight in you. And I think what I've said, I think I've said it before on the podcast, things that I find quirky, he finds endearing about yes. myself. Yeah. You know, and just to see that. But like, get in his gaze and just see, how do you see me? And it just, yeah, it really just um, solidifies something in your heart, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you- and to see him as capable, like what you were saying earlier, Michelle, really, it's still on my mind what you were saying about. Sometimes you feel like there's all these messy places and like, what does God see when he looks at us? And I thought, yeah, often I want to look at God and like you were talking about the warranty and everything. And I wanted to just go, I've made a mess. Mm-hmm. I've made a mess of everything. Yeah. yeah. I've made a mess of myself. Mm-hmm. I've made a mess of, mm-hmm. you know, these various things in my life. And, and, you know, when my little kids have come to me when they've made a mess, like that's not too much for me. It's mm-hmm. way too much for them. They yes, don't know what to do when they've that. got yeah. marker all over their yeah. face and it's permanent and all over my walls. Like <laughs> yeah. they did not know what to do, but but I knew what to do. Mm-hmm. And I think I to that. just like that's where we talk about, again, the trust and mm-hmm. the receptivity to yeah. God. To be able to say, I'm little. Mm-hmm. I think I've made a huge mess here. Mm-hmm. Or someone else has made a mess mm-hmm. and I don't know how to fix this. Mm-hmm. And to just ask him to come into mm-hmm. those areas. That's it's so vitally important that mm-hmm. uh, we allow ourselves to be little. Yes, which is yeah. the key to being a daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who of us can ever say, oh, I trusted too much, or I received too much from the Lord. Like, what? That's forever. Amen. You know, it's all Amen. I was uh, at Mass recently, and the the priest was giving a beautiful homily. And then it was I really felt like it was a movement of the Holy Spirit. He just launched into this kind of a second homily uh, in the homily on contemplative prayer. Mm. And he just said, maybe our prayer today, my dear parishioners, he said, maybe our prayer today is Jesus May I behold you and allow you to hold me, mm. you know? May I behold you and allow you to hold me. And he's like, that's it. Mm. We'll just sit with the Lord and we're just going to ask the Lord that. So um, maybe for our listeners today, that's just mm. something that, okay, Lord, you know, may I behold you and just allow you to to behold me, to hold me. And and that might feel uncomfortable and just to acknowledge that uncomfortableness and just to kind of acknowledge the places where we're like, Ugh, you know, or where we fear being delighted in, or we so ache to be delighted in. All those places, like they're such good and lovely and wonderful places and and the Lord is present in, in every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and to maybe to just ask them. the questions like, if you're not sure, if you're like, no, I think I'm pretty good, like mm-hmm. in the area of daughter or whatever, then to maybe ask yourself the questions like, do I find myself seeking approval from other people? 
Do I find myself seeking attention? Mm -hmm. Do I find myself, you know, like those are the questions to just ask because it is that curiosity and discovery Mm -hmm. of our own story, Mm -hmm. which is so vitally important. When have I experienced the Trinity delighting in me? And what does that look like? When have Mm -hmm. I experienced the Father delighting in me? And what has that looked like? Like the Lord wants practicals. The Lord wants intentional. He Lord wants... To be, he's a hands-on kind of God. He's a Montessori God. He wants to get in there with us, you know. <laughs> he like made that stuff up. Uh, yeah, you know, like it's totally sensory, yeah. yeah, sensory stuff. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he's all good. Like yes, like yeah. So what does it look like for him? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. well, this is exciting, friends. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go Very on, a fan, on a fantastic voyage. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Yeah. So uh, we're just going to let everybody kind of marinate in that. And let's talk about our one things for, for the week. Um, Heather, you want to bless our audience with your one thing? Yeah. For the week? So last night we had the pleasure of going out to dinner with some just beautiful people, mm-hmm. one of which was Father Burke Masters. Yes. And I was like, you were amazing. You know, just sitting He's in his lovely. presence. I was like, he was so calm and yeah. just what a beautiful heart that guy has. So anyway, he was telling us about his ministry. Mm-hmm. Um that's called Be Formed. Mm -hmm. And he was just saying, like, he started this thing, it's online, and it's just, like, ongoing adult catechesis. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? Like, this is such a need that a lot of people have. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, it's available to anybody who wants to do it. It's free. Mm -hmm. Um, You can go online. So it's the Diocese of Joliet. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Mm -hmm. And it's called be formed. So if you just Google even Father Burke Masters Be Formed, it'll mm-hmm. come up and you can register mm-hmm. and be a part of that. Mm-hmm. So and I you can join small that. groups. You can join small groups. It's just I know. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all online. So you don't have to live here. So yeah. I just love that and loved him. And yes. I thought, what a gift he's offering to people. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. What's, what's your one thing? Yeah. And we'll have it in our show notes so people can look up and yeah. see all the details. Mm-hmm. My one thing is the crew at Spirit Juice. We are recording oh, hey. with Spirit Juice. All that. Like, I have to tell you, they did didn't range it this way. Victoria was telling me, but we have an all-woman crew. That's too. never happened uh, ever. That's never all the happened. Video shoots I've done over yes, the years. Yes, they didn't like yet. purposely do it that way, but we do. So that's we have so some great. amazing women with us on set, mm-hmm. and Rob and the whole gang at Spirit Juice. We're really thankful for your creative totally. vision. And y'all, their offices are like Pixar. It is so cool <laughs> in here. Like I'm like the creative part of me is just loving being here. And we had a really just yes, thank you for your vision. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what about you? Well, my one thing is actually something that our sponsor is offering <clears throat> this week is rooted for good. So that's no pun intended, but it's like really literally rooted Seriously, for good at rooted. the very beginning. I Broke love their. Joseph, I, it worked out well. Yes, yes, I love all of their natural skincare products, and we all try to do as much organic stuff as we can. And that's something that every time I put it on in the morning, I, it's just simple face moisturizer. But I really like it. I like all their products, so I just want to give a shout out to them <laughs> and just to encourage our listeners to check out their website and see what fits for them. And yeah, thank them for being. And if people didn't know, they're a Catholic missionary couple. Mm -hmm. And so it's really good that they give a lot of stuff back. All right. Well, friends, welcome to the journey. And we are glad that you're here with us. And so um, until next time, we'll be abiding together. God bless you. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? We encourage you to head over to our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com, where you can find all the show notes, links to our one things, transcripts, group discussion questions for each episode, and beautiful mugs, t-shirts, journals, and prints in our shop. There you can also subscribe to receive our weekly email with links to each new episode and all of the content. We'd love to connect on social media and invite you to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so you can catch inspiring reflections every day. You're also welcome to join our private Facebook group and dive deeper into discussions with our fellow listeners. 
If the podcast has blessed you, would you prayerfully consider financially supporting us? The Abiding Together podcast is only available due to the generous support of our listeners. There are significant costs associated with creating this content, such as tech support, design, website, equipment, and hired staff that we need to be able to continue offering great content to you. Abiding Together is a nonprofit 501c3, and all donations are tax deductible. You can make donations of any amount through a website called Patreon, or you can send us a check directly if that's easier for you. If you donate $15 or more per month on our Patreon page, you become a tribe member and you will receive bonus content every month, such as short videos, recipes, playlists, downloadable prints, and more. You can find all the information about Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abiding together podcast. Thank you and God bless you.